This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I'm Adam Rippon, Olympic figure skater turned media superstar. And I'm Danielle Young. I'm a journalist, host and all around content queen. On our new show, Normalize This, we've discussed whether or not ideas, trends, and behavior should be normalized in everyday society. Subscribe to Normalize This for new episodes every week. Available to listen on all popular podcast platforms. Pew, pew, pew. didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right, they're back. How the devil are we all? Welcome along. Europe is back. It is. You thought we'd got out of it? <laughs> no, we've, we're in the Conference League. Oh, it's dividing opinion, the old Conference League. You looking forward to being in it? Or is it below us? Are we going to start sounding like Arsenal? I mean, I don't think we should be in it, but I don't think we should be in it because we failed in the Europa. And I, as you know me, I don't believe that the Champions League loser should fall down into Europa League and vice versa. But we're in it, so we're going to make the best of it. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. I've decided I need a name for you all. You know, like Terry Wogan used to have Togs, Terry's old Gits Society. I need something like that to call you all when you're on. That's clean. All right, that's clean. It's Leicester Till I Die. You can find us on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe and smash the likes button. And if you are listening on Catch Up on Podcast, uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google, Amazon and Spotify podcast addict. We're, we're all over the place. This is where we are. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe. Like, follow, and join in now. Indeed. And thank you for joining us. I do feel, because of course, it's a special week this week, and I do feel that we've not really marked it properly. So in true Simon Bates style, uh, let me first of all, I think I need some, I need some background music for this. So let's bring that nice, cool, calm, relaxing background music in. Because, of course, it is February. It is the month of love. And it is, you know, Valentine's Day was on Monday. And to be honest with you, I think I think my, my postman's still got his bag back because I, <laughs> he hasn't been able to get up the stairs to my flat to, to, deliver, to deliver any Valentine's cards to me. But I... I'm alone on that because I know a lot of you out there have found romance, have, have, have been swapping Valentine's cards and having a, a month of love. And I thought to, to, to share that with you, I thought I would just share a little poem with you. And I hope I hope that you like this. It's, it's from the heart. Or wherever the heart is. Anyway, it's from the heart. A couple from YouTube were courting. Though it may not have seemed very sporting, when they when they drove to the lake, his clothes off she'd take. Then she'd run away laughing and snorting. Yes, good evening, um, Brad. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? That that was that was funny, mate. I like I, I like that. Um... <laughs> no names well... were mentioned. No names were mentioned. Oh yeah. Let me just turn off that music because you can only put up with that for. Yeah, I, I had I had thought of a wonderful abbreviation of name that you could call the supporters of this channel, but then you said it had to be clean. See if you can figure it out. I was going to call it Chris's Ultra Non-Talkive Supporters. 
Yes, I thought you might come up with something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think we'll be able to say that on there as it in its abbreviated form. No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think we can. We'll need it to be clean. Um have, I don't know why I'm asking you this because the answer is yes. Have you had a good week, sir? Uh, yes, yes, I have. I've had a very, very productive and very good week. It's been a good one for myself. Good, 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 good. That's that is brilliant. To here. Let's just um oh god, he's here. And 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 he actually posted his first comment an hour before we went live. And that's because obviously he's had to get ready to bed, get his gym jams on, do his teeth. So he wanted to get his comments in earlier. Um yeah. West Ham unofficial, Jake. Oh, old well, mm. Who loves a bit of the conference league? Leicester City. Well, <laughs> Still more than uh, still more than what West Ham were lifted. If we win well, it, well, we will see who goes furthest in the. I, I shouldn't really say this with Leicester season, should I? But um, it is tomorrow night, eight o'clock. It's the home leg, and I think you and me, along with probably every other Leicester City uh, fan, when this draw was made, we had to go googling to find out where exactly um, Randers was. Now. You managed to find yeah. something. I believe. I believe you managed to bring home the bacon. Well, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I managed to do a quick. No, Denmark uh, bacon. Search. Denmark bacon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just try yeah. to ride the jokes when they're like that, mate. Talking of which, before we start, and and Doug has started to come onto my channel and drop a few bad jokes in, so I've just did this to his channel. So he was always going to come back. Why should you never marry a tennis player? Love is blind. Is that when you finished courting them? I don't. don't, Tennis court. Maybe maybe it's because maybe it's because when you argue with them, they make too much racket. Oh, two at you, back at you there, Doug. Two back at you. Uh, he, he didn't like the fact that I said I, I hate to be sat in traffic because I always get run over. Um, <laughs> Anthony, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, we'll, we'll come on to scores later. Um, and jokes aren't funny if you have to explain them, says Jake. Well, we do occasionally have a younger person in watching and... You know, yeah. with school in these days, you someone know, who was only born, yeah, someone who was only born. I think this club is actually older than Jake, so um, mm. you know, that you know, he might not even understand what we're talking um, about. Yeah, he might not have a clue. He might yeah. not have a clue. But he's that young; he can't even remember sort of the the glory years. Of what, you had to explain oh, yeah. to him who Bobby Moore was. <laughs> even you have Jake. To blame- Bobby Moore, you have to explain to me who Bobby Zamora is. <laughs> I love it. Yes, there we go. Um, oh, Terry's, Terry's joining in now. A no strings attached relationship. I tell you what, put your comments. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I've, you know, my, my motto for life is if you're being chased by a police dog, Try not to go through a tunnel, then onto a little seesaw, and then jump through a hoop of fire. They're trained for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> 
Yeah, Craig Dawson, exactly. Um, we're gonna we might just have a show where we just tell jokes all, all, all for the hour, you know. I mean, I've got a good joke for you, West Ham United. Hey, there we go. Hey. Right. Um, we could, of course, on the other hand, be playing Barcelona tomorrow night. Um, I mean, I've got to go back because this is how I sort of ended when we, we, we stopped doing the European shows. I know Barcelona are struggling, but again, let's be honest with you, so are we. And I know it's hypothetical. We'd probably have to say that we probably would struggle against the Barcelona side with the season we're having. So would, mean, you, would you sooner though have faced Barcelona and just had the two legs and got knocked out and going, yeah, we played Barcelona? Or should we, um, you know, we've got Randers and hopefully we stand a chance of beating them and we could go, you know, further into Europe? I mean, it's always hard to do a hypothetical. At the time, I was quite looking forward to the prospect of um, getting Barcelona because, you know, this is the competition where you didn't expect to see them in it um, in the Europa in the Europa League. Um, it's sort of one of them once-in-a-lifetime things you feel you're only going to get a very handful of times across your entire club's history to play these sides that aren't organised pre-season friendlies. Um and, you know, it's always nice to go into a game thinking, probably lose, but you never know. What if, what happens if we win it? Do You know, we become the favourites. You know, we, we, we all dared yeah. to dream when, when we were level against Atletico, despite yeah. needing two goals. Um, and you never know how far your journey is going to go based on how the season's going to go. Uh, I'm just hoping Randers aren't the uh, Nottingham Forest as a competition because... <laughs> all uh, the... Well, the hell, all I can remember is how bad it was because I was working for them at the time, Blackburn Rovers. They qualified for uh, the Champions League and they met some unknown from Norway in their group and they got beaten by them. And yeah, that was uh, that was awful. That was awful. Like you say, you know, another Wickham could be coming up here. And I suppose I have seen us play um, Barcelona. Like you say, it's a pre-season friendly. So I guess for me... It's not such a big thing, you know. But yeah, I, and and you know me, I don't don't know what your thoughts on it. But I've always said that I hated it when, like Man United, they didn't qualify out the group in the Champions League a few seasons ago, dropped into the Europa League, got to the final, were a penalty kick away from possibly winning it. And I don't like that because they they almost got you know um, a prize for failure, if you like. So therefore, I can't like the fact that we've dropped down to the conference, but it is what it is. And this, if we do, I mean, Anthony said there, um, where, where did he say? He's got a bet with a mate uh, that Leicester will reach the final. I mean, if we reach the final and we actually win the damn thing, A, we're in the Europa League, but B, that's the quiz question that's going to be there for uh, um, years and years. Yeah. Yeah, well, but look, it, it's not the ideal way to do things. There's not really much you can do about it, but hopefully Leicester can prove to teams of supporters of certain clubs, <coughs> Arsenal and <coughs> Tottenham, who like to disrespect European competitions when they've never won the goddamn thing. Um, you'd think um, it'd be them to appreciate, you know, because I'd love to go on and win that competition now, yeah. be the first winners of it. And I would love Spurs and Arsenal to crash out and everything and sit there in the set, you know, sit there in sixth and seventh in the same competition as next year because they didn't take the European Cup competition seriously. 
Plus, yeah. we, you know, add trophies to it. Why not? I mean, it's almost like they're starved of trophies and really desperate to win something you think they'd want to be in it. But, you know, we move on. It is, it is, and, and it does kind of... I mean, Anthony, I know, is an Arsenal fan. And, Anthony, I have got loads, and I've believe it or not, I did my best to resist, but I've got two more coming this week. God's sake, let's keep releasing these retro shirts. And I've already got, but I just don't fit me anymore. You know, I bought them years ago when they were like not retro. <laughs> and now, of course, it, it, it shows off my, my moves, shall I say. So I do have a lot of shirts. But Anthony, I mean, you know, as an Arsenal fan, I mean, I know a lot of Arsenal fans were. Um, I say, oh, we don't want to be in it, you know, last season. We don't want to, if you finish a place below, we're not going to get into it. And it's kind of, don't you want your team to do well? You know, and, and it really doesn't look good when you're saying like, yeah, but Arsenal should be in the Premier League. Yeah, well, Arsenal weren't in the Premier League, but you aren't in Europe at all. So I just don't get it. Yeah, again, it just baffles me. At the end of the day, it's good competition. Arsenal seemingly going through a transition period. They you know, you know, I don't know why. Maybe it was the worst tactical ploy, strangest tactical ploy ever by Arteta, but he seems to get them as down to the bare bones as possible. So there obviously is some idea to rebuild them there. So surely having an extra competition for them to participate in and play in would have been good for the players they're trying to bring in and go up yeah. through. So, yeah. And I've got to say this. Um, oh, Terry's just said, good evening, Terry. How are you, the missus and the pet dog? Uh, here's a Google juiceless fact. Randers were managed twice by Colin Todd. Remember him? I do. I do. Jake at West Ham is an official. Go and ask your dad. Okay. And I was going to say this, just to sidetrack totally, because I do know you like a good quiz question about how many offsides in a season, etc. But I was just watching before I came live, Statman Stubbs, Liverpool fan, he was doing a Norwich preview and he always does, as you know, a quiz at the end and I got I got caught in, it was me versus two Liverpool fans. Totally, totally unfair, you know, two against one. But the question that he asked the Liverpool fans was, what's the name of the road behind one of the stands? <laughs> and it's like, they looked at him and went, what the fuck, you know? I thought I'll have to get that one for Brad sometime. Oh, you could try. You could try it about the King Power, but I know the road that's behind the King Power Stadium. Ah, uh, but I'd, I'd have to maybe have to go back to Filbert Street. But uh, we've got Randers, uh, as we say, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and we, we don't go yet. But when the show is finished, guys, if you want to get a little bit more information about where Randers are, because like I said, we all have to Google it. And um, a bit about their history. Um, we've got a special wow. ed editorial on our website, lesstitilidie.com forward slash randers hyphen FC. So lesstitilidie.com forward slash randers hyphen FC. And don't um, don't go on yet because we're going to be giving you some facts here. But it is written yeah. by the gentleman that gave me the lowdown on Spartak Moscow. So it's a really, really good informative piece. So um Maybe we shouldn't use that, Brad. I don't know, but it's there for us. Well, after. I don't know. We got, we got. I've got my. Uh, I've got my uh, trip down memory lane written here for everybody to give them a quick education on Randers FC myself. So, uh, we'll yeah, see. we'll see how well it goes. I mean, <laughs> I went onto the UEFA site, and that's the most I could get for a match summary. Uh, Leicester hosed Randers in the first leg. Fafana and Evans ruled out. 
We knew that. Schmeichel, Vestergaard are playing the fellow Danes. Well, let's hope only one of those is in the starting lineup. And Randers have only won one out of eight away in Europe. I mean, do you know, it? we're going to be disappointed if we don't win this, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, very disappointed. You'd have to be disappointed. Um, it just It's just not a game that... It, it, it's one of them where you could probably do a Real Madrid and have that shock defeat away at home, but you're expecting to absolutely floor, floor them at home. You're, you're expecting the impetus is on Leicester to, to have this tie done and dusted before they even get on the plane to Denmark, let, uh, let alone, let alone um, you know, lose the tie completely. Yeah. You'd expect this game to be done with the greatest respect to Randers. because. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. It should be, you know. This, you know, you, 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 it's probably ideal for Leicester that they're, in a way, able to have the game at home first because, um, well, <laughs> it gives the impetus to Leicester to then go out there and settle it. And and I mean, if we, we go, we, I don't think there's any away goals. I don't think count these days. But if we can go out though, which is probably good because we know we're going to concede probably at least one. Um, but. You know, we'd concede if we played San Marino in a friendly but, you know, at the moment. But this, you know, I'm looking at this and going, right, you know, you know, you 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 told me sort of where Randers were, which I don't believe is very high in in the um, UEFA rankings. No, they're not. I believe they're actually now the lowest ranking side in it in the entire of the tournament. Yes. Um, although I could be wrong. I think the team that knocked Spurs out last year are the official lowest ranking side uh in the tournament but these might be the ones that are the ones that are left in it i'm not sure if they're in it but it was a right. team that knocked spurs out last year that, uh, yeah well i mean but well you know we've got that team and we know <laughs> we know more than anybody you know newport nottingham forest wickham wanderers that it's be careful what you you know you you dream of but it's a home leg first so that is our chance to and we play better at home in Europe, and we'll come on to some facts and figures later. But this is our chance to put the marker down, maybe go three or four up and almost put the tide to bed. Yeah, that, that's exactly what Leicester and, and obviously us as fans will be hoping for. We'll be hoping to come away from that with like a at least a three goal margin of victory, like a three nil, four one, maybe even better. You've got to look at what Man City have just gone and done yesterday. Yeah. They they, yeah. they they put the sword to, um, to Sporting. Um, that was a really good score, wasn't it? And it was away from home as well. Yeah, yeah, and away from home, which is which is more critical. But if you do that in the first leg, you're expected to go through. I mean, unless you're PSG playing Barcelona, we all remember that one when they were four 0 the first leg and, and threw it away. But Indeed, yeah. you would assume that most teams, ninety five percent of teams or more, would take a commanding lead like that into the second leg and, and, and win it comfortably. So Leicester need to do that um, going into tomorrow night's game. Yeah. I mean, Anthony says here, Chris, if Leicester win this competition, they get £5 million for winning it, plus TV rights as well, which is £2.5 million, a total of £7.5 million, uh, plus it's silverware too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know... There is a lot, you know, it is a European competition. I mean, you know, you could knock... You know, when when we were down in League Three, I think we were in the Papa John's takeaway delivery trophy, whatever it was. I still wanted to win it, you know. Yeah. But um, 
But Anthony, let me. I did ask, I don't know whether we missed it at all. Like I say, a lot of Arsenal fans last season were saying you didn't want to finish too high up the league in case you ended up in the Europa Conference League like Spurs did. Now, I know you're not, Anthony, you're not one of those Arsenal fans that is delusional. You don't, you know, you, you're not a bamba. As our Leicester fan, you don't have, you know, yeah. he's got blue tinted spectacles on. You, you original. To you, as a, as a reasonable Arsenal fan, would you really turn down the chance to be? I mean, I know you're used to being in the Champions League, but, you know, come on. You're not just going to bounce straight back. You've got to give it a bit of time. And that uh, that is um, part of the journey back. So let's know what you think, Anthony. Terry says, we're not doing this, Terry, probably because we don't know them. But he said he couldn't wait to say who their danger player is. I didn't ask Brad on purpose because I think, like I say. He, uh, no, I can answer it for Terry. It's whoever yeah. takes their corners. <laughs> oh, yes. Well done, Brad. Very quick. Um, this is this is the latest form. The UEFA, I don't think, had added it up correctly for Leicester because we um, have, have got a draw. What I think they may have done, like you said earlier, Brad, they hadn't... Um, Played for a while because they've been out of uh, you know, their winter break, uh, but they've only won two in five, and maybe they've taken Leicester's results from then. But it's, it's. I mean, let, let, let's just let's just take take a look at the league, for example, because they're not having the best of times in the league. There, they're sitting. Mm, well, in, oh, I'm I sorry, mean, that was the group table last time. Sorry. Me, I pressed the wrong buzzer. I haven't actually got the league table, but I think they're about fifth in it at the, the moment. They, they are fifth. They had a good start and were actually sitting top of the league early in the season. Uh, and to be fair, um, it is the likes of um, Copenhagen and Medrudad. I'm not pronouncing <laughs> that again. So glad you uh, said that, mate. <laughs> you know, and Bromby that are ahead of them, along with a. Uh, I'm not pronouncing the team who's fourth because I tried to look it up. It's something foods ball or something like that. Mm. Um, but that you know, so they've got they've got the three big giants of the Danish Super League ahead of them, along with someone else. So they're not they're not all too bad. I mean, they're still in what is classed as their European section for the group, so they'll, they'll still be looking to do well in that. Like I said, mm. in terms of the Danish Super League, they've got probably only one club ahead of them that they'd like to overtake. And then they've got the, the, the big three of that league, should, should we say. So, um, yeah, mm. they're not actually doing as bad as people think in, in, in regards to where they are in a division. Yeah. Doug, you keep quiet and then you come in with a little bit of a, I say, oh, I can't even call them awful. The worst than awful. Who are the Dane German for Anders? Doug, uh, best just... guard if he plays, he'd be the biggest danger to, um, <laughs> yeah. Indeed, and don't give up the day job, whatever you do, Doug. Um, I mean, they finished second in their group, but again, they only won one game and they lost four. And you're just looking at this yeah. on paper, and you, like I say, it, we shouldn't have a problem. But I'm going to ask you now, um, Brendan Rogers. we've just played West Ham on Sunday. We've got it's our Thursday yes. and we've got Randers. Um, who maybe say haven't got as uh, played as much recently as we have, and then we've got Wolves on Sunday. What does yeah. what does I mean? This is an impossible answer, but if you were to get your crystal ball out, the the channel would probably get shut down. But if you were to get your crystal ball out and look into it, 
What do you think Brendan's going to do team-wise? Does he go full strength? Does he play a couple of youngsters, which might not be a bad oh, thing? He might not have a choice, really. I've heard that Pereira won't be playing. I've heard apparently Thomas isn't available. I don't know if he's picked up an injury or it's not. It can't be a registration thing because he's under 23. So we might be very limited in what we can do. Uh, I could imagine one of, if not both, Madison and Yuri arrested for it, and it'll probably see the likes of Chowdhury and Samore come in. Um, Vardy's not fit, so I'd assume it's going to be Daka and Iniacho, or maybe, maybe, just maybe he plays both of them. We, we don't know. Um, so there's a few force changes in there. Mm. Um, I don't think Brendan will want to change it too much if, it, if, it, if he can help it, because Obviously, again, the expectation on it, mm. um, etc. So we'll we'll we, we'll we'll see. I think he's going. I think he'll be forced into changes. And obviously, one eye on a game on Sunday. That's I would say it's. I, I would say they're on equal par for importance. The expectation yeah. to beat Randers over a very good Wolf side is probably more expectant. But he'll want to get through the game. First of all, with the win and, and, and obviously with no issues, but he'll, he'll want to be able to get a squad that's able to recover, train and be ready for for, for Sunday's big game against Wolves at, at Molyneux. Uh, thankfully, obviously, Wolves being where they are in the world, it's not like they're going to have a gruelling long journey to take to no. play Wolves no. on, the, on, on the Sunday. No. So um, we'll, we'll see, though. We'll see. I'm just trying to see if there's any news on the injuries. Uh, I can't see anything other than Justin that we know about. I can't see anything. Thankfully, Justin sounds like he's only out for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, it says. Yeah, yeah. So so that's what it says on the website. I mean, for me, I mean, uh, we're not going to, I don't think, if we do qualify for Europe, it will be the Conference League because I think that's where as good as we can probably do in the Premier League this season. Yeah, I, yeah. I want him to take this seriously, and okay, and I'm trying to say this without sounding disrespectful to Randers, but put a strong team out and and let's get the job done because we've got the yeah. we've got the return match next week, so we've got Wolves Sunday, then Randers away on the Thursday. Uh, I think we're lucky yeah. that we don't have a game the following week because... No, we don't have a game at the weekend. I look, I look ahead, we don't. Yeah. We don't have a yeah. game. Um, so, I mean, that, I mean, again, you could look at that and think they Leicester make the changes they need to because of injuries. They go strong as possible for the Sunday and then they look at the situation. If we've got a three or four... If we've got a three or four more goal lead against them, I, I, I think you'd go in there safely thinking that, um, you know you could rest a lot of them players and give the youngsters, because the youngsters have proven this season that they're more than capable of stepping up to it. You wouldn't feel like it was a Group 6 match against Porto like it was that yeah. time in the Champions League. You'd feel like they'd go out there and do, and do let's well. Let's just put it this way. When you, end a, when you end a match with six under-23s on the pitch and you've just beaten a, a fellow Premier League uh, club 4-1 in the FA Cup, and then you've got all your first team that you as good a strong team as you can put out, and we go to a championship club and we lose 4 1. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to say the youngsters are actually better. 
Uh, in fact, the yeah. women are probably better than the men's team at the moment because at least they seem to be putting up a fight and winning a few games. Yeah, big shout out actually quickly to the women. They're, they're flying high. Yeah, they changed but... their manager. They've won four games out of the last six or seven yeah. in all competitions, and they're looking like staying up. So at least one team's given us positive thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> Alongside the under twenty. I, I wonder if they, if they cut the hair. And maybe did a few other things, whether we'd get away with playing them. <laughs> well, maybe, mate. Maybe. Uh, N Natasha Flint wouldn't be a bad one to get up on the wings to help. No, no, indeed, indeed. <coughs> Excuse me, Richard. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, going to watch the. We've got a quiz tonight at nine o'clock. I'll mention it while you're in because you might make an appearance in that quiz, Richard. You have to see it. It's the Big Fat Football Quiz 2, which unfortunately. Our quiz master here, Brad, got knocked out in the first round. But it is it is a totally irrelevant quiz. It, it is about football, but it's just mad. It's just silly. And I actually did a I do a rerun through with uh, with Dan. You know, with I'm a celebrity when they rerun uh, the <laughs> the trials before they go live. And I'm not being awful. We were sat there for an hour, absolutely absolutely crying with laughter. So hopefully it will be as funny tonight when it's live. Um, ah. Miss Melina, good evening. How are you? Your two favourite foxes, Chris and Brad. Glad to see you put Chris first. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that is Chris. You paid yeah. a PayPal, mate. It works. <laughs> All I will say is that one of us is still available, Melina, and it doesn't really work out. <laughs> a genius to work out which one that might be. Anthony says, uh, if it means going into the Europa League and winning it to get money and to get into the Champions League, so be it. Yeah, but I would say the Conference League, Anthony, you know, but, you know, what is it the same for the Conference League? So I think we're both saying, like, you know, put, put, a, put a strong team out there, go and get it done. Yeah. Do you think our strongest team is basically um, four at the back or the three stroke five? Because obviously, depending on whether you're attacking or defending, which of those two would you go for in this game? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, again, considering our entry list, I don't think, I mean, me personally, it's a four at the back, but it doesn't sound yeah. like that's even physically possible. Um, so it's going to have to be a back three with attacking wing-backs. For me, I, I would not want us to go defensive. I think we heard from the crowd's reaction against West Ham when we started so defensive. But we may, unfortunately, with the way Rodgers likes to go about it, have to be prepared for that for the first 10, 15 minutes. Because apart from what's on my board, I'm assuming, that, that apart from maybe the odd videos here and there, Leicester themselves know nothing about this club, so they'll want to feel their way into the game in the first 10, 15 minutes. But yeah. after that, I expect us to be on the front foot. I mean, so, I said this against West choice. Ham. How will the yeah. crowd react if, if we go a goal down? Oh, God, I, I can't even begin to think how they'd react, to be honest with you. I think that, that, I mean, you might hear it a lot, but you're talking worst case scenarios for a game of that calibre. It's going a goal down. Um, mm. It's just unfathomable. They can't afford to do that. So let's hope for once in this goddamn season that the. Uh, the defence is switched on a bit for the first 15, 15 minutes of the game and we can we can then grow into the game and then we can be more aggressive in our approach towards them. I think we just need to let the players know that it is an 8 o'clock kick-off, not an 8.15 or 8.20 kick-off. Just so maybe, maybe. It might, it might help them. I mean, 
if we do go for, and I'm I'm like you, I'm going to admit, I, I I prefer the four. I do think we look more solid with the four at the back. If we haven't got enough players, do you bring Indeedy back? But then you're losing something in midfield. You need to do that the other way, mate. It's sticking up. It's doing me head, you know. And why my hair just randomly decides it just wants to get involved in this stream. It's like he feels it's important. <laughs> hey, just don't knock it, mate. Even if it's like you've got hair, all right? Some of us would love to have that problem. Let me just tell you. Um, but or do you – and I, I just do not understand Roger's thinking on this one. Do you put Chowdhury in defence? Because last time – Against Liverpool, he did he did really really well because obviously we won that game one nil, and Rodgers praised him to the hilt, and he hasn't put his boots on after that. Uh, again, maybe he has no choice. This is one of the most awkward games to kind of talk tactically about you with because mm. we don't see it doesn't seem like we're our injuries, and for whatever reasons they are, I didn't even know Thomas was injured. To be honest with you, I thought he was fine. I don't didn't know he was carrying a knock. Uh, for the reason he's not been able to play, but it, he might have no choice to play both. Um, mm. It sounds like indeed he might have to play centre back or in a back three, at least in a line of back three, by the sounds of things. Uh, so if he's going to keep that defensive midfielder that goes in between the midfield and the um, and the centre backs, it's going to be either Chowdhury, who has had more game time and more recent game time than Samore, um, although obviously mm. Samore played. Um, one of the last two games, I can't remember. But, um, but um, you know, it's, it's it's one of them. It's so difficult to do because all of a sudden, you know, we've scrimped and scraped and managed to put out a left and a right back somehow between us, and now all of a sudden we've got absolutely nobody available. So, Rogers might be forced into playing a team stronger than he wants to in in, in the greatest respect to Randers because um, because. Uh, of who it is uh, yeah. and and what the state of our team is. So um, JJ says here, do Randers even have a badge? <laughs> they do. Uh, they do. They do have a it's badge. That. It's the In horse. Fact, I'm excited to be. I'm, I'm I'm almost excited to be asked what information I managed to dug up it's on them. Coming, it's coming. Don't worry, I'm building up to it, mate. I'm building your part up. Um, so so yes, we have that, to research more. <laughs> that is that that is their badge. Um, they 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 are there. I mean, I'm not going to say good evening to Mike. I'm not going to say um, let's go through the team because it's impossible this season. We know, so you don't know who. But I just you know maybe Chowdhury has found his position because sometimes you know you can be playing in a position for ages and the manager suddenly tries it somewhere else and it's think you know it suddenly. It fits, and, and it, it's Burt will wait and see. He's only done it the once, in fairness. Up front, I said, I'm not going to go through all 11, but up front, are you starting Daka or are you starting Inacho? Well, if he's going to play with one up front, it's going to be Daka. I think we figured that out from the way he's been picking the season mm. over Inacho. Uh, I would like to maybe see a... If, if it's going to be a three at the back, you assume it's going to be a three-five... Um, to two, wouldn't it? God, my maths was yeah. back then. Almost like we can't do these starting 11s when we've not got them in front of them. So you, I, would I, I maybe, said the yeah. guy who only put 10 players out, you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, true, mate. But still, yeah. I mean, your bad maths allowed me to do good maths. So yeah, you'd assume it's going to be a 3 5 2. Um, so maybe we see both of them. I'd, I'd like to see more of any actual play. I really don't know what the poor lad's done to be ushered out of the side so, so yeah. much. I, I, I get it. You know, Daka complements the way Vardy plays in the sense of he plays that style. So he's more yeah. 
dominance getting there because the, the bigger question isn't can Ian actually score at this level because he clearly can, but it's more of a um, can he, yeah, can he? Uh, sorry, my housemates have literally just got back. That's all right. More of a case of, um, Hello, housemates. <laughs> it's more of a case of can they? Um, I forgot what I was saying. Well, Edmund Dorco's asking you why can't they play a 4 3 3? Because it doesn't sound like we've got wing backs, mate. It sounds like you know, yeah. Castagne's not fit. It's I'm going to move upstairs because that weather is yeah. horrendous. That's, that's okay. You you, you 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 do what you do. You do a nip. It sounds mate. it sounds like, mate, we haven't got anybody fit to do four three three. I mean, all <laughs> yeah. Brighton, sure, can play, but we haven't got Thomas. We haven't got we haven't got Pereira. Castagne's injured, so unless he's really going to, and I. I And he's gone. Um, he's, uh, he's gone under a tunnel. Uh, as much as I like, truly want to put pressure on Brunt, we missed all of that, Brad. We missed that. Did you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have to, It's just because they're coming in, and, and to be honest with you, the weather's horrible, so I can't really make them try no, so Can no, you hear no, me no, now? Though? We can hear you now, yes. A bit before you start, I just want to say, Anthony, you're a gentleman, sir. Thank you very much. That even means more coming from an Arsenal fan. That is really much appreciated. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, but basically it just doesn't sound like we have capable wing-backs to do the job. No. And I can't imagine Brendan would want to put the pressure on on your youngsters to come in and step up just to make it in. He'd probably try and adjust that system to, to mm. be more compact the midfield. Yes, yeah. And Anthony, I tell you what, I, I think there's a few of our plays that uh, you wouldn't get £2 for, I tell you, but <laughs> thank you very much. Much appreciated. So, Brad, your moment. You have been researching Randers, and like I say, I think yes. I don't think there's a sort of any Leicester fan here that can say we know we know Randers. So what 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 have you learned about Randers FC? Right, so what I have learned about Randers FC is they were, they were established uh, as early as 2003, uh, the 1st of January they were established, and they were actually side, this is quite coincidental, they were formed by six football sides in the sixth largest area of Denmark in 2003. Uh, their first bit of silverware came only three years later in the second division when they gained promotion. But also in doing so, they did a Leicester City and they actually were the Danish um, the Danish Cup winners in 2006, as well as promotion to the division. They uh, had a highest league finish of 2013, uh, finishing third in the Danish Super League. And they did a Leicester as well. This is how they got into the competition this year. They actually had a convincing Cup final win 4-0 against Sonderversky. I hope I pronounced that right. It's easy for you to uh, say. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They beat them 4-0 comfortably in the final, um, which got them into Europa League playoffs. Unfortunately, they lost out to uh, Galatasaray over the two legs before they dropped into the conference, which, you know, obviously they had uh, their results in uh, for that length of time. Uh, they also... Uh, they haven't been able to, like Leicester City, defend their cup competition this year, but they got a bit further than us in, in getting knocked out towards the final stage. 
Um, and obviously, as you already pointed out, their qualifying rounds went with one win, four, four draws and one loss, finishing second in their group. So they've been quite successful in their short, uh, albeit short history. Uh, mm. Like I said, since since quite conveniently developed by six sides in the sixth largest area of Denmark. So quite a good quick history they've got there for a, for a club, to be honest with you. Nice Indeed. to see some club successes. So they're not going to be the easiest of club to take on, in all fairness, from, from the area of Denmark. Oh, I think we should we should never take any any you know I think we've learned to tower peril. What happens if we take um to these these teams for granted? Um, just just to add a, a, a few more facts to that one because, like I say, um, I I, I did some myself. Um, who who's messaging me like Matt here? Um, somebody is. Um, you had this problem early, didn't I? Oh, it's, <laughs> I should have said that, should I? Again, it's texting me like mad, and it's Jerry Taggart. Don't tell him I said that because he's a big booker if he comes round. Sorry, Jerry. I'm grassing you up for that. <laughs> he's sending me his predictions and he's saying making a few of the comments that have made. Uh, but here we go. Let's have a look. Moving on, moving on quickly. It'll be all right on the night. I'll edit that bit out. Don't worry. Um, Leicester were unbeaten in nine European home games, winning all six group encounters at the Leicester City Stadium with the concession of just one goal until that uh, defeat by Slavia. Um, and then oh, you remember that defeat, don't we? Um, Randers, and I apologise if I, if I couple over you here, winners of the Danish Cup for the first time in 15 years when they beat that team that you mentioned 4-0, as you said. And they are participating for the first time since 1516. And uh, the Jutland's clubs, uh, Jutland, you say, I'm getting in there. Um, <laughs> Mike says, there's there's Jerry Taggart not coming on the channel, indeed. Um, the Jutland club's 21-22 European campaign starting the way for you. Europa League playoffs, where they were defeated by Kaladasarai, um, which oh yeah, many teams that done is that. Very true. Yeah, the result sent Thomas Thunberg's side into the Conference League. Um, and finally, the Danish, they see this is good for us. The Danish club have won just one of their last eight European away games, they've drawn three, lost four. Uh, one nil against Saint Julia of Andorra. You, you, I'm sure you've heard of them, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. In the 15 16 UEFA Europa League first qualifying round, first leg. So they've got a bit of uh, catching up to do. Um, and uh, I, I just, somebody said on, and we'll probably sort of kind of end on this because, like I said, it is a team that we can't, um, uh, can't get, you know, more information or, or talk a lot more about. I mean, somebody said, you know, if Rogers loses this, and then doesn't get a result against Wolves, we could be saying goodbye. Oh, I, I think you probably would say that's going to be the, the nail in the coffin. Um, but then you would have to look at the players as well, who the greatest respect mm. to to Randers. You know, um, you know, we've seen upsets in this, and we've had a laugh about upsets in this um, with um, the likes of. Arsenal losing to absolute nobody. Spurs getting dumped out last year by the lowest ranked 
side in that competition at the point when they lost to Lucas Moira on his own. Um, um, so you've seen that managers don't always get the shock um, sack afterwards, but given our state of fortune at the moment and, and given how difficult Leicester find it to go to Molyneux, regardless of our state of the season, our, 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 our treacherous time at Molyneux has been quite miserable, especially in the Premier League. So, you just feel that that, that have, the, the owners would have no choice in the matter, despite you know how we sit here and discuss that the options are limited. You'd have to buy someone out of their contract. You'd have to pay Rogers off. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to take the, the the fall. Hopefully, we're not talking about that. Hopefully, it's a very comfortable win for us on um, uh, tomorrow night, and hopefully, you know, we get a good result on on the Sunday, so we can give the benefit of the doubt to allow Rogers to to balance this out because you know it it would it would spell a, a very much concerning spell for Leicester if if them players go out on Thursday and go and get beat um it doesn't look bode well for the squad as as as, as a bunch of players either so no yeah let's hope we're not talking about a defeat tomorrow uh, or a draw for that matter um, sorry to any Randers fans that are watching, but I don't want to draw with your team either. I don't think there'll be many, in fairness. Uh, no. I don't know if I'm that big in Denmark, um, but uh, I'm not that big anywhere, let's be honest. But I mean, do you... I, I just... I, for me, it has been such a season. I don't think there's any manager... That could be with our club that we are that we would likely have. I'm not saying like a prep or a, a, a top because we know we wouldn't get them. But the, I don't think any other manager could have done a lot more with what's happened to the club this season than Rogers has. No, and to be fair, maybe maybe in a way because we've been so admirable as a as a club as an individual i we've not allowed to become the jurgen club of football and 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 say oh well we lost that game because we had four injuries and, and, and la 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 like other clubs have tried to use it as an excuse we've tried in the best ability to get on with it not use it as an excuse basically step up and take the blame as a club and 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 the players that are available are saying we should do better despite our situation mm. so i think maybe we, we've been a bit over critical on, on rogers at times Yes, I know tactically he's confused us and frustrated us with things he's done, but at also at the same time, um, you know, it's one of them where you, you actually probably like the mentality that the, the club doesn't use it as a cop-out that we've had injuries and they're, they're, they're taking the full responsibility themselves. So, yeah, I think maybe you have to give a, an, an overall look at our season and, and, and give a bit of leeway. And that's maybe why... When some people have suggested it, the owners have stuck by Rogers because they understand the situation in its entirety. Yes, yeah, and I think you do. And they look at it in a different way to fans because, you know, we don't look at it, well, we've got to pay a few million compensation because, you know, there are a lot of other things that we as fans obviously, you know, can't can't sort of put into the argument. Now, just to, I don't know whether the, any of you remember any of these at all here, Brad. Um, oh, it will be interesting, but three Danish players um, that we have had at the club, and that's before um, Vestergaard and Schmeichel, of course. Uh, so the first one was um, Tommy Christensen, who I think was the picture that we possibly just saw. 
Um, he became Leicester's first Danish recruit when he arrived in '85. Um, no, no, I would not remember him. No, you were probably just a, a sparkle in your dad's eye at the time. Um, <laughs> Jacob Lawson, Lawson, Jacob Lawson, yes. Uh, he came, um, you'd have to wait 17 years after um, the previous player to see another Denmark player pull on a Leicester shirt. He's, he's 50 now. Um, he made over 100 appearances for Derby County. Uh, the majority oh, of those come in the Premier League. I don't remember him, but apparently he brought to the club by Mickey yeah. Adams in January 2002 for a reported £400. And it really made 10 yeah. appearances. Uh, scroll scroll back up and look at that kit. I think you'll know why we didn't remember him. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's a horrible kit in that horrible season. So uh, if anyone doesn't remember it, I understand why. But he is a name that I recognise and, and vaguely remember. Like kind of like Roberto Mancini, who made four yeah. appearances. He got so depressed at Leicester that he went into management. So, <laughs> um, I tell you what, Brad, um, I'll give you a point if you can name the other Leicester player in the background. Oh, well, let me have a look at that. Is that Stefan Oaks? Mm-hmm. I can see why uh, you said that, but it's not. Or is it? It's not Stefan Oaks. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is his name Matt something? Uh, he looks familiar. Yes, yes. Ah, what's his name? Oh, it's not Matt Oakley, but he did play for us. But it's not him. It's uh, Matt. Uh, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue here. Uh, yeah, I know he's Welsh. <laughs> That's just for the Welsh contingent. Hello, Mike. Uh, oh, he's my, I, I remember he's, playing he's, for. He's doing a little bit for the channel as well. I'm going to tell you that we'll, we'll we'll be yeah. here probably all night, and you'll probably go oh when I tell you Matt Jones. Uh, uh, soon, yeah, soon said the last yeah. name. He's, he was evading me. Yeah, but him yeah. and Stefan Oakley yes. played. Uh, Stefan, yeah, they played quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then the last one, I don't know if you remember this guy, Jimmy Nielsen in uh, the goalkeeper. goalkeeper shirt. Yes. Goalkeeper, yes. Um, uh, born in Alborg, his youth career started off in England at Norwich. Uh, and then uh, Millwall. Oh, um, also, also, would you not say, we've is, is Stefan Iverson our current goalkeeper not Danish as well? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is up, but then again, as he actually, I don't know if he's played a first team game for us, but uh, this guy couldn't have played many because we signed him in the summer of 2007 and he left in January 2008. Well, wasn't that under the era where we had about six or seven managers in one season and we had about nine goalkeepers because we had an injury crisis? I think we had like Carla Kelme, Martin Fuller, and all sorts. Chris Kirkland, we had. Remember Chris Kirkland? Yeah, we had him. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Um. We, oh, we got. You got to remember Ron. Ron something Zeela. Oh, Ron Robert Zeela. Yeah. Ron Robert Zeela. Yes, he was Kevin um, Pressman and uh, Ricardo Goalkeeper. Oh, Kevin Kevin Pressman. Not. Be, I mean, I'm, I'm a large person, but he could have filled that 
he didn't have to move to stop the ball. He just stood in the goal. Mate, <laughs> I saw it earlier. I remember listening to it at the radio on my dad's house when I saw the contents of it. Um, and it was when he got he was playing for us, Kevin Pressman, and he got lobbed against Pre- he got lobbed. Pressman got lobbed against Preston by Andy Lonergan. I think it was. He was their goalkeeper at the time. Mm. Yeah, Mike. We know Zila is German. We're just talking about goalkeepers in general. Uh, now um, and of course you can't oh Scott Chris I grew up with Kirkland he was two years above me great lad um, I don't I, I literally I couldn't say whether he was good or but I don't I don't remember him I think we got him from Liverpool at the end of his career I think didn't we it was either Liverpool or Wigan yeah I think it was Liverpool, Liverpool that he came from Possibly, I could be wrong he was wrong. on loan weren't he he was on loan I remember the infamous game against Ipswich that I said wouldn't have got would have got called off if it wasn't for the fact that oh, it was on Scott. Yes, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, we should not remember that. And of course, my favourite Leicester goalkeeper of all time. You might think it's Schmeichel. You might think it's Shilton. You might think I go far back, far back as Gordon Banks. But no, my favourite Leicester goalkeeper of all time, the wonderful, wonderful Dracula hater. You know, I mean Zelko Kalach. So what, a, what a player! What a player! Dracula, because he was scared of crosses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good old spider. Yes, yeah. Um, scared of crosses. He's going well with this team at the moment, wouldn't he? Yeah, yes. Oh God, can you imagine? Um, last question, and we're going to look forward. And we'll often you're going to join me post match when hopefully we're going to be sat here with big smiles on our face. But before we just say what's coming up later. Um, and uh, Anthony asked earlier, um, it was a very good question when we were talking managers, would you and Brad have the Southampton manager? I actually mentioned him, didn't I, Chris, when you brought up mm. the topic. I said maybe, you know, Hasselhoetl. No, because these managers, were, no, I'm not going to sit here and say that Southampton aren't a big club or they're not in the level of ours because it's not my position mm. to do so. Southampton are a good club. They're very well-established Premier League sides. But as a manager, you maybe look up and go, that's a project I can buy into. You know, remember O'Neill in the 90s, he took Leicester as mm. far as he could. That was his exact words. And he went to Celtic. He wanted to go to Celtic. He, you know, he'd always wanted to manage his them. club, yeah. So, you know, maybe Ralph, oh, he won't have that efficiency with Leicester, but now he's established himself as a Premier League manager. He maybe feels, have I done all I can at Southampton? Uh, mm. If Leicester, are, you know... In, he, he probably won't think that until it becomes available or when it becomes available, but he might look at Leicester and think, I'd like my name to be considered for that job. I, I, I would be happy with Ralph uh, at the house, the right Ralph anyway. Um, mm. Casey I, Keller was I, my I mean, favourite goalkeeper. Yeah. When, when Mill, he was good. Brilliant. My he was idol, good. mate. Yeah, He's the I reason like, I yeah. actually got comfortable at school when I used to get, um, as you can imagine, verbally bullied for wearing glasses and I used to not wear them at school. And I actually got yeah. to meet him, and he's my idol. He's been my favourite Leicester goalkeeper ever since. Uh, with the greatest he, he respect, was, to he was he was a good goalkeeper, and and I think we got him quite in his prime. It was quite you, you know, we were getting players like Pressman and Kirkland at the back end of the career, and he came in, and he was he, he was a great goalkeeper. I do rate him highly. But just going back to Ralph, for me, and I think as a manager, when your team loses nine nil, twice. Well, twice, but the first time to keep them still mid-table. And when they go back the next season and do exactly the same, um, whether they're down to 10 men or not, but you know, to lose 9-0 again the following season, 
and still keep them in the position where they are at the moment, he's got something about him. Mm. You know? Yeah, uh, definitely. And, and, and he has. Uh, Luke, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Thanks for joining us. So I'm going to stop with me for this moment because I'm just going to ask you to do this if you haven't done it already. And then I've got some news about what is coming up later. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Please do. Please join in and um, subscribe. It all helps the channel. We are slowly, slowly growing. Nine o'clock, I'm back. Sloppy seconds with this. Um, the Big Fat Football Quiz. Nine o'clock tonight. Mike, who's in the chat, and Reese are going up against each other. Two extremely knowledgeable football gentlemen. They know their stuff. Mike, you might have seen it. He can, he knows everything about the EFL. It's just a shame there's no EFL questions in. And and I know, but having said that, I don't think your football knowledge, guys, will actually do you any good tonight. <laughs> Four sections. I know where you live. And not that I don't know where Mike lives, because that would probably make me a, a a bit of a dodgy character. Dead or alive? I often wake up in the morning, look at myself in the mirror and wonder that. Um, is that a trophy in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see me? And then what did you just call me? So those are the four the four sections tonight. Do you ever watch um, 321, Brad? Do you remember that? Yeah. Was that before you? Probably before my time, mate. Oh, I, I, I hope Reese has got a category on shirt sponsors because I am what he loves then. <laughs> he does. He does. Who knows? Who knows? Well, if you watch, everyone go back and Google, and I'm sure the likes of Terry and, and Anthony, the three, two, one, with uh, I can't even remember, this, but they had Dusty Bin, and the, the, the clues were so convoluted that you could never guess what the prize was. It is a real clue out to you, and then you have to get, you know, pick, say yes or no whether you wanted the prize. And it was so difficult. So that's where I got the idea for all these names from. Um, Nuno is available, but I'd rather keep Rogers. I'd probably agree with you there. Um, well, we'd sell off our squad and get Portugal in if we got Nuno in. So, yes, yeah. Um, best of luck to Reese if you're watching. Oh, and uh, he also said, uh, well done to the other guy as well. Just going back to Ralph, I mean, I know you've not been the biggest fan of, of this guy, but I'm just wondering if, and I noticed you're off camera for this, so you might want to stay off camera. Are you now a supporter of um, Mr. Mr. Potter? Well, look, there's still half a season to go, but he's still proving that he maybe, you know, deserves credit where credit's due. He's doing a good job at Brighton, but I will still stand by the statement that I've made and I've been asked this question funny enough and it's got no coincidence with certain changes in my life I keep getting asked No, 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 no. I just, just, I just asked this because yeah, I've got you yeah. on screen, you know. Yeah, but to be to be perfectly honest with you, um, I kind of feel like uh, Potter's in the same situation that, that we were as fans at, at, at Leicester and that is maybe he needs to be left alone to do his job at Brighton. This is his first Yes, he's got them settled, but what do we always say when a new club gets settled into the Premiership and they've survived a few seasons? They then need to build on it, and any manager and player then gets a chance to, you know, 
to, to prove their worth at this division, yes. uh, being more than just a survivalist specialist. And this season seems to be working out for Brighton in that, that fact. They're ahead of us in the league. Uh, they were unlucky despite being down to 10 men last night against Manchester United. But maybe instead of trying to pick on the little guys, as, as, as we assume, they, they, you know, Graham Potter should be allowed to do his job at Brighton and, and prove his worth. Um, me thinks me you're mellowing a little bit there, Mr. Brad. But I do well, get well, this. You know. I do get this feeling that that you, you yes, I, I'm sorry, but you, I think you're mellowing towards Mr. Potter for some reason. But then again, he's obviously you know as the season goes on and he carries on, you know, keeping them where they are at the top half of the table. Of course, you would you know obviously get uh, everybody's admi ad admiration, wouldn't he? Really, but well, um, yeah, you know. But that, we, will, we, will, we will leave it at that. We will leave it at that, <laughs> Brad, because because you'd probably kill me in a minute if I carried on. Uh, I'll let you go and get a nice cup of tea. So don't swear at me with tea. <laughs> oh, you're really going to get you're going to get me back one day, aren't you? You really are. Oh, I really am. I really you am. Really are, I'm going to um, remember my generosity in the league and 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 take that bonus point if you beat me to it by a point. <laughs> I'd take that over you giving me a beating for what I'm winding you up about at the moment. But... <laughs> no worries, mate. <laughs> As you know, I'm really happy for you. Thank you so much uh, for tonight. I will see you, I think it's about 10.30ish tomorrow night. And I yes. just hope we're not talking about a defeat because oh, yeah. I don't know what I'd have to say. But uh, but thank you for joining us and uh, no worries, we'll see mate. you later. Cheers, Brad. Thanks very much, mate. Take care. No worries, mate. See you later. Bye. Cheers. Thanks to Brad there, as always, knows his stuff, a great, great man. And um, thank him for, for, for all he does for the channel. He was there at the, right at the start when we started out, and he's been with me on this long and arduous journey. So, yep, come back, like I say, at 9 o'clock for, uh, for, for the Big Fat Football Quiz 2, because um, there's, there's, it's a different sort of quiz. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I know you shouldn't laugh at your own jokes, but... I was I was I did a run through with Dan from Turf Morales TV the other day. We were literally in tears. Uh, Mike, really don't don't even start looking about Newport's history or anything like that. I don't think you'll find it will help you an awful lot. Having said that, I don't think you find Man United history will help you an awful lot tonight, guys. Thanks very much for watching. If you're listening on a podcast, thank you very much for doing that. Uh, the podcast is going from strength to strength. Um, I will see you back here at 9 o'clock with the Big Fat Football Quiz 2. Thanks for everything, guys. Thanks for watching, listening, and all that you do and supporting us. And I'll see you in just under an hour. Good night now. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.